Hello guys, welcome back to the show. My name is Francesco Pavone, I'm your host. And today we are going to answer a question, very simple question, but very interesting. Should you count calories or macronutrients? When I'm back from the UK, so if you listen to the whole show, you will hear how I lost from Joshua, my client, Tennis, 6-0, ouch. And how I keep my client from London, lost 22 kilos in 12 months so uh, listen to the full show we're gonna get uh, into the details of uh, what is a calorie what are macronutrients uh, and uh, how to count calories without saying no to your favorite foods how to know if it's something that will work for you uh, common mistakes uh, and other ways uh, to track your food intake so long further ado let's get to it Hello guys, welcome back to the show and uh, I am just back to Vienna from uh, London. So I was uh, in the UK for uh, only four days. Um, my friend Gianluca got married uh, and uh, don't know about you, but have you ever been, I haven't, uh, to the Hales Hall and the Great Barn? It was a, an amazing uh, medieval barn where my friend got married. It was a hell of a nightmare to get there, but it was an amazing place in the middle of nothing. And I really enjoyed disconnecting a little bit from social media and from the online world. So it was uh, it was amazing. And it was also my first time in the British countryside. So it's glad I had a hotel, uh, like an Airbnb, and it was an old farm. So I had some fresh made uh, breakfast with tomatoes and... Um, sausages and onion and yogurt and fresh fruit it was lovely so really really recommend it um and uh, yeah and then i was in london so um i have uh, um, a few clients in london and uh, i was able to catch up with two of them so joshua who is uh, currently working on building muscle and strength we had a nice tennis match by the way i lost like six zero but i we had so much fun and we talk a lot uh, about uh, uh, mindset so in particular this is something uh, i can definitely see some parallel uh, with my swimming career uh, just was, was telling me um, that basically when uh, even just he's practicing alone and uh, someone in the public is stop uh, uh, looking at him he'd start playing badly and uh, that happened as well uh, in a competition that he had recently. Uh, it was just a friendly match, um, uh, but uh, he noticed that uh, when he's under pressure, his game doesn't get better. And I could definitely see that uh, in my case. So in particular, I did my best performance uh, as a professional swimmer in 2015, the best performance I did in my life. I did it uh, under really bad uh, apparent circumstances. So in particular, I had like three hours uh, of sleep that night, the night before, and I was able to do my best time, the career best time, three days in a row. So uh, basically three times in 72 hours. Well, it was not actually three times in uh, 48 hours. So with really poor sleep. And um, you might wonder, so is it sleep not necessary? Well, I think like in those uh, situations, uh, the power of the mind uh, is more important than the actual uh, negative uh, uh, consequences of uh, a bad night's sleep. So even if it's uh, for, uh, yeah, uh, a elite performance, so I was uh, actually in that moment, uh, I qualified for my second world swimming championship. 
So even if we are talking about elite performances, um, even a bad night's sleep uh, doesn't necessarily mean that you can't get uh, a great uh, a great performance, a great, uh, it could be a great uh, workout, for example, imagine you have, because uh, I got this question recently where a client of mine asked me, hey, Francesco, but if I really want to train and I have a really bad night's sleep, what should I do? Should I go to the gym? Should I take a, should I call it a rest day? Um, what should I do? Well, I think like uh, if it's one off, it depends by how badly, how much you want to train. Like I can tell you this, if it's um, the week four of a training cycle and I really look forward to see my mesocycle, my, my month of training really culminate with something good. I want to get a good feeling. I want to um, conclude the work and uh, I don't want to skip a, a workout in the week four of my training cycle. So uh, if it happened that I can't sleep, but I'm in bed by 10, and I want to wake up at six and I have a bad night's sleep. I just crack on with my day and I train anyway. Um, and I don't necessarily change anything. I don't, I, I make sure just that I'm well hydrated and I don't skip my meals, that I don't skip my proteins, my vitamins, my minerals. But that to me is not uh, a good enough excuse to skip a, a workout. But if, uh, if I'm going out and uh, I drink too much alcohol and then the day after I'm messed up, I might decide to skip a workout because in that case, I'm not fully recovered because of a social event. And I still would like to do that session in a good state. And of course, of course, alcohol, in my opinion, in my case, it's a not, it's a variable that is not always there. I don't usually drink alcohol. So it's like that would happen probably once a month. Um, so it really depends by the circumstances, uh, but my suggestion for you is uh, um, if you're not sure, just see if you can shift your workout uh, for that week around. So if you can't, uh, just go for the workout and uh, you might just be able to, to, to do a great workout. Maybe we struggle to do like a one rep max PR, so like a personal record, but I would never attempt a personal record after, especially on a one rep max, but even on a two rep max or three rep max after a bad night's sleep. Okay, so there are workouts for every um, occasion and I think you should develop that sort of independence um, to be able to adjust uh, your workout accordingly to your uh, energy levels. So let's move on. Um, it was uh, great as well to see my second client, Ankit, who lost uh, 22 kilos uh, in the last year. And uh, it was incredible to see Ankit uh, transformation. And uh, I got so emotional after I saw Ankit. Uh, it's uh, incredible because we've been working together for three years. And uh, Ankit has been a very big supporter of my work and he never stopped believing in me as a coach and in his ability to succeed. So of course he went uh, through ups and downs, he had to face challenges, but he kept a growth mindset uh, and a positive mindset uh, all the time. So now his uh, uh, fat loss is nearly finished. We have six kilos, six more kilos to lose. And then uh, we, well, he came up with the idea of raising the bar and uh, booking a photo shoot. So he, he knows that he operates better when uh, he has an important goal. So um, he asked me guidance uh, in terms of uh, the modalities uh, and the time frame. Uh, um, 
a realistic time frame to book a photo shoot. So like, what would be a good idea? And I think like in this uh, case, especially considering his uh, situation, it's good to consider at least uh, a year to prepare for something like that. Uh, so you have enough time to lose all the fat you have to lose, uh, get stronger, get more defined muscle, get more toned, and then uh, prepare for a photo shoot in advance. So you know that you can do this uh, and you have the situation uh, under control as much as you can. Um, and after I saw him, I was like, uh, man, you know, certain journey, certain transformations, uh, certain stories you just can't tell them in a picture the the body weight uh, the body fat uh, it doesn't just tell the full story and uh, after i saw anki that was walking around and thinking about his story and i got so emotional and literally i couldn't stop the tears so i, I took a video and uh, you can see that videos on my profile that video on my profile uh, it's called pavone fitness just change my username it's a bit easier for people to find me that way and uh, yeah, go and check it out uh, so you can uh, hear a little bit more about uh, Ankit uh, and you can let uh, him know that he's a badass. <laughs> so I received this question as well uh, this week uh, about uh, uh, counting calories. So should you count calories uh, or macronutrients? I think this is uh, a good, it sounds like a good question, but if you actually know a little bit about uh, the basic uh, nutrition principles, you probably wouldn't ask uh, this question. And this is why. So calories uh, are made by macronutrients. So when we say calories, um, so what is a calorie? Well, a calorie is the amount of energy required to heat up one kilo of water by one degree Celsius. So basically it's a unit of measurement. And one, one, what, what we measure with um, um, when we talk about uh, macronutrients, uh, well, we need food uh, to sustain our daily life, um, our daily activities, uh, workouts, uh, and everything that goes uh, um, on in the background, like every uh, biological uh, function, biological reaction that happen in, in, in your body that you're not aware of, um, but that we need to be healthier to function properly, well, they require calories, right? So there is uh, what is called the basal metabolic rate, uh, that is uh, the amount of uh, calories that our body needs each day in order to sustain all the vital function. Then on top of that, your body requires more calories to digest the food you eat, to work out, and to sustain your level of activities. So um, you can agree with me that if you are a worker or like a farmer um, or a builder, uh, you will probably uh, burn more calories than an office worker. So yeah, many coaches to answer the original question will say, well, if your goal is only to lose weight, just track calories. And I partially agree with that because uh, um, research shows that uh, when uh, people start tracking calories uh, without changing anything else, uh, just uh, with the goal of observation, then people start losing weight. So if your goal is to lose weight and you have a lot of weight to lose uh, and you have no idea about nutrition or training, which workout should you do, uh, how many steps should you be doing, uh, we can just uh, start tracking calories uh, without changing anything, just observe what you eat and research shows that that will be already enough to make progress. So I think that's very important because 
um, you know, people, they start saying, hey, I don't want to say no to all my favorite foods. Well, you know, if, you, if your goal is to lose weight, you don't have to say no to all your favorite foods, but you can have a look through my fitness palette, which is nothing else than a, a calorie calculator app, app, so a calorie counting app, calorie tracking app, call it like you want. Um, and you can just use that to see how much you're eating at the moment and what are your eating patterns so that you can understand roughly what is your current energy intake. And that is a much more accurate calcul calculator, calorie calculator than what you can find online, which are mainly based on formulas that don't take in consideration your current level of uh, intake. So for instance, you might go on Google and find uh, a uh, great uh, calorie calculator um, of uh, your favorite fitness person, which is totally legit. Some uh, fitness uh, coaches uh, and gurus uh, have actually great uh, um, energy calculators, but uh, the problem is in the calculator itself. Like you might come up as well with an accurate number, but what if you're eating well below that number? What if you are under eating compared to that number? What if you are overeating already compared to that number? What if you start eating um, with those uh, indications? You might have uh, a different uh, outcomes than the one that you expect. So it's important to know what you are using in terms of a calculator. But keep in mind that just observing your current intake will be a precise enough calculator to make adjustment upon. So um, you, know, you don't have to say no to all your favorite foods to count calories. Counting calories can be just an observational tool. Now, when we say that if your goal is to lose weight, you can just start tracking. I think that, can, that is a good starting point. But... It's a bit generalistic because it goes, uh, it just keep the part uh, of uh, improving your health. So um, we can, I don't know about you, but I want to function. I want to feel like I function properly. I want to feel uh, like my brain is functioning properly. I want to be healthy. I want my immune system to be strong. I want my recovery capacity to be strong and fast. And I want to have a good focus and a good energy throughout the day and to fuel my workouts. So um, whether if it's true that we need calories in order to survive and in order to sustain all our daily activities, um, we also need macronutrients and micronutrients in order to function optimally. And macronutrients are carbohydrates, fat, protein, and alcohol. We're not going to discuss alcohol, uh, but alcohol is a um, is a fourth category of macronutrients because they do, like alcohol, do provide calories. Um, in fact, uh, alcohol provides seven calories per gram, but doesn't provide any other nutrients, whether uh, carbohydrates, fat, uh, and protein. They carry on um, other nutrients uh, with them too. So, um, you know, many people will uh, say, okay, so you're just starting counting calories, you're probably in a calorie deficit, so you're losing weight, so you're all good. But even that is suboptimal, because if your goal is to lose weight, and even if you start tracking calories and you have no idea about macronutrients, you can just keep in mind some simple basic rules. Well, it seems like protein, it's now a pretty established idea that you need protein to optimally lose fat. So when we talk about losing fat um, and losing weight, 
I still don't know anyone who just want to lose weight. Okay, most of the people I talk to in my life, they want to lose fat. Because even if you say, even if people say that they want to lose weight, what they really want to is to lose fat. Nobody wants to lose muscle, right? And um, um, in order to lose fat optimally, having a slightly higher protein intake, we're going to talk about values soon, although it won't be the first time in, and not even the last time in this podcast. Um, Eating a high-protein diet, so increasing your protein intake between the macronutrients, um, will serve you well during a fat loss phase for many reasons. Well, three main important reasons. One is you're going to feel full, so you're going to feel more full. Um, protein are between the three macronutrients, uh, the, nutrient, the macronutrient that provide the best satiety, possibly um, triggering a release of ghrelin, um, and uh, then therefore signaling the body that uh, we are full. So it's very good uh, um, if you want to feel full uh, as you lose weight. I know that many people, they try to lose weight and they feel hungry and hunger becomes actually a limit, becomes a problem for them. So if you don't want to feel hungry, increase your protein intake uh, and uh, make sure that you eat lean protein at each meal. That's a great practice uh, for a sustainable fat loss uh, um, and uh, the second reason is because they have a higher thermogenic effect. So actually compared to carbohydrates and fat, our body needs to burn some calories to digest protein. Okay, so part of the calories containing the actual protein that you eat will be burned from the body in order to digest those protein. Um, then, of course, the last but not least, protein are extremely crucial um, in order to preserve our lean body mass as we lose fat. So if you're wondering, make sure that you eat between 1.6 and 2.4 grams of protein per kilo of body weight, um, and that will be more than enough. If you're a large individual, like if you have uh, uh, 50 kilos of fat to lose, uh, make sure that you stay on the lower end, because I know that many like very heavy individual, they they will hear this and they will uh, slam up the protein and aim for 2.4 uh, kilos uh, of body weight. But if you are at 120 kilos, that's a lot of protein that you have to eat. Okay, so make sure that you um, have a look at what your current uh, nutritional pattern are and just make a decision on that. If you are currently eating 20 grams of protein a day, it wouldn't make sense to start eating 220. Okay, so perhaps you can start uh, eating 80 and that would be already aim for a minimum of 0.8 to 1 grams of protein per kilo of body weight as that is what our body needs every day in order to be healthy yeah so protein is gonna be very important then uh, i know that some people do very well on a low carb diet even on a fat loss uh, we're talking about fat loss now uh, but also, carbohydrates are uh, extremely important. Our brain mainly function uh, with carbohydrates. So you don't want to just remove one macronutrient because it has easily, uh, because it's increasingly in, uh, increasing your calories. So um, you want to have like a balanced approach. You want to have an approach that you can sustain on the long term and that doesn't burn you out and make you want to give up uh, all this, uh, right? So uh, carbohydrates and fat uh, are going to play that, that role too, especially fat. Uh, it's very important uh, for uh, 
um, maintaining a, a good uh, balance of hormones, so a good hormonal balance. Um, I'd say carbohydrates are great for um, mental focus, uh, for your mood, uh, and uh, to fuel your workouts. Uh, and as well, they can um, they can help with. Uh, uh, recovery so uh, they can in particular if you eat them uh, right before bed they can favor a good night's sleep and that's if uh, you're wondering when you eat some pasta and you feel a little bit asleep uh, that's an effect that you can use uh, if you eat some pasta for, for for dinner no you won't store pasta as fat if you have it uh, as a dinner um, and uh, you can just go to bed and enjoy a good night sleep. So many people uh, will say, okay, then uh, why should you just count uh, calories and not just counting macros? Well, um, again, both uh, works uh, because uh, you can count calories uh, and have just some macronutrients idea or goals. Um, and uh, I think that's uh, a solution that has been serving well most of my clients and most of my clients uh, are busy professionals who want to either lose fat or build muscle and definitely get stronger and improve uh, their functionality, what they can do with their body, and so they can live a healthier, more rich life. Um, so all of them have calories goal and macronutrient goals for their current level, nutritional levels, and their current goals. So. Um, even if they are very, very basics and they have no idea, uh, they still start tracking calories uh, and uh, observing their current nutritional behaviors and patterns and habits uh, so they can, we can make adjustment based on that uh, as uh, we are not giving plans out uh, just out of the blue uh, without knowing someone's uh, scenario, someone's past, uh, someone's relationship with food and training and weight. Uh, so there are many things that are taken in consideration into this. Uh, we don't just prescribe calories, uh, we do a thorough assessment uh, and consultation before uh, starting the coaching process. So not a, this coaching process is not for everyone. So if you don't want to count calories, uh, there are different ways uh, um, to do it. Um, for example, you can eyeball uh, um, portion size, you can, you can take pictures of what you eat, you can write down general amounts, you can use a scale like the hunger and fullness um, scale. I've been uh, teaching that, uh, how to use that to all my team. And uh, yeah, use a tool uh, like such as a portion controlling plate, like those can work well too. And uh, you can as well use, use uh, like measuring cups for some food and standardized measures for other, like one tablespoon of peanut butter and uh, like 125 grams of brown rice. Now, um, some people are wondering, like, will it work for me? Will uh, discounting calories work for me? Well, just so that you know, like, you need to test it. You need to test uh, and uh, see how it goes uh, and just be aware uh, of uh, the fallacies and the mis common mistakes that people do when uh, they track my fitness pal. Like some people, they rely entirely on my fitness pal standard size. Uh, like a few, uh, few, few weeks back, I made a post about a banana and the standard size, uh, it's uh, um, 118 grams. Now, when I weigh the banana, it, so on, on my fitness pal, if you type banana, big uh, comes up as a general standard size of 118 grams. But when I weighed my banana, it was 160 grams. Yeah, yeah my banana had gains. <laughs> and yeah, so you want to make sure that that doesn't happen because that can easily like 
give the wrong idea of how many calories uh, you're eating. Uh, so many, many people use uh, like cups and spoon way too inaccurately and they're, tra they, they're tracking either too often or too precisely. They don't track everything they eat. Uh, they don't track for like one or two days I eat uh, a week. So like, hey, you know, I'm counting calories uh, Monday to Thursday and then I don't know what's going on in the weekend. Like our body works with averages. Our body um, it can't lie, right? Uh, so if your uh, your weight is going up, uh, you are in a calorie surplus over the last uh, um, few months uh, and possibly the last few years if you haven't changed any habits uh, uh, in the last few years. So um, try to make uh, be aware of mistakes. Um, you can uh, check the show notes. Uh, I wrote uh, a few weeks back uh, um, an article uh, last uh, September about... Uh, 10 tracking mistakes uh, that will keep you from losing weight. So make sure to check that out if you want to just, if you're tracking calories and you want to make sure that you don't, your tracking doesn't have any leaks. Um, you know, we, there are, as we discussed, uh, other ways uh, to do it. Uh, like calorie counting is not for everyone. I don't think uh, calorie counting is the solution. Uh, I think calorie counting, I see calorie counting as an ally. Um, so if I, you can even use it like every now and then, um, depending on what, what your nutritional understanding of uh, macronutrients uh, and what is your awareness of those macronutrients in your life, uh, well, you can use it more or less frequently. So I use it, for example, once or twice a week, uh, just to make sure that I eat enough protein and just to check where my current uh, nutritional habits uh, are. Um, Use it, you can use it as an observational tool. So you can just use it without tracking, without trying to change anything that works wonder, especially for a, an observational phase where you just want to prepare yourself for a future, either fat loss or muscle building or performance development phase where you will work on a particular outcome, whether if it's to lose a certain amount of fat or to gain a certain amount of muscle or strength. And um, uh, it's great because you can see, okay, this is where I'm at. This is my current protein intake. This is my current carbohydrate intake. This is my current fat intake. And this is roughly how many calories I've been eating. Let's make a decision based on that. And uh, we can either increase, um, remove, we can maintain, for example, and just change the macronutrients. So there are many ways uh, to do this. Um, test it. Make sure that uh, you take before and after pictures. Well, progress pictures. You want to know where to start from. If your goal is to lose fat or build muscle, there is no way you will be able to, to know that purely out of feeling. Okay? So there are other ways to, to check your progress, such as other people compliment how clothes fits, uh, but definitely like a picture will uh, be a realistic, uh, tangible, uh, and super easy to implement way to track your progress. And make sure to leave some spare calories. I always say this, um, you want to make sure that you include some of your favorite foods, even if you're tracking calories, right? Even if you're a professional bodybuilder, probably eating some chocolate and cookies every here and then, well, not if you're like two days out, um, but actually I did, I always made sure to include at least a little bit of chocolate. Uh, to me, it was like some peanut butter on a rice cake. That was my treat with some honey on top, just a tiny bit. Um, I always made sure that I included that uh, even when I was eating 1700 calories right before my show. 
So the question uh, if you should count uh, calories or not, or not, uh, or macros, uh, um, it, uh, it really comes down to your uh, uh, current uh, situations, uh, but just make sure, just, just to wrap it up, uh, make sure uh, that you know that uh, calories are actually, actually made by macronutrients. Macronutrients like protein have calories, have four calories per gram. Carbohydrates have four calories per gram. Fat have nine calories per gram. So when you all add them up and you, when you eat like a normal person, um, every you can sum if you have some macronutrient goals and you sum them up after you convert them into calories so let's say that you eat uh, 150 grams of protein that be 600 calories that you eat a day coming from protein and if you do the same for carbohydrates and fat you're going to come up with a rough caloric number so as you can see uh, like there it's the same counting calories or counting macros is very very it's the same calculation and um, what changes is uh, the freedom that you have in your diet. So when you only count calories and you don't have any macro guideline, any macro goals, your nutrition can vary every day. But don't think that this is uh, the ultimate uh, solution, because uh, even if you gain in freedom, you're going to lose uh, in terms of nutrition and possibly nutrients. Uh, and many people need to have uh, a little bit uh, of restraint in order to feel good in order to make sure that you, they eat enough nutrients so they can recover, have good energy and match their goals so that their intake is matched with their current goals. And also we saw the importance of eating enough protein for retaining your muscles and get rid of fat and feeling like you're not starving. Um, so yeah, I hope that helps guys. Let me know if you have any questions. You can text me on Instagram at Pavone Fitness and on Facebook at Francesco Pavone. And if you want to relate with all the people who are listening to the show and the people who, like you, want to improve the quality of their life by building muscle and strength and losing fat and learning more about how to implement flexible dieting strategies into their life, well, join the Lean Muscle Warriors Facebook group, as that, uh, that's the place where I go live, where I share a weekly post, and um, where you can ask me directly any sort of question on your situations, or on general fitness and nutrition topics. So that's all from me, from Coach Francesca is everything. everything. Ciao, ciao.